what you just heard then was a first of our two minutes from home commissions um, a piece by Louise Devonish entitled Taught. This is our first interview for the podcast series associated with the two minutes from home commission project. Decibel's project of commissioning 20 pieces um, in the last six months of 2020. And our first two minutes from home piece comes from Decibel percussion member Louise Devonish, who's here with me now. Hi, Louise. Hello, Kat. Um, and we're uh, in Melbourne um, and we're actually together, socially distanced, as appropriate for the time. But uh, I thought I'd start by asking a question, Louise, about about these times, actually. Um, one of the aims of this project has really been um, to keep going despite the odds <laughs> and um, build, uh, I guess, build and support our relationships with existing composers and, and within the ensemble itself. So as well as commissioning composers we've worked with before, we're also um, getting pieces from inside the ensemble. And this will be the first time we've asked for a piece from you. Um, so I just wanted to ask you really about your experience of these COVID times and the impact it's had for you as a musician. Um, living and working in Australia? Yeah, I mean, how long's the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Um, I don't know. I think from the musician side of things, the experience of um, living through the COVID-19 pandemic as someone who fortunately hasn't had COVID-19, someone who's just been at home, um, it's been mixed, I suppose. And my sense is that most musicians, uh, musicians are either frantically busy or not doing anything at all at the moment it seems to be one or the other of those those two two things so um, I'm really delighted by projects like the two minutes from home project which is a series of um, bite-sized kind of interactions which feel manageable in the context of working from home uh, not having access to venues and in my case not having access to instruments Mm, that must be a real challenge for percussionists, right? Yeah, Those well, stuff are all locked away in our studio somewhere, or yeah, well, it threw up some interesting questions for me in moving from work, where all my instruments are, to working at home, where none of my instruments are. Kind of an identity thing of okay, I can only take a few things with me. Which ones are mine? Which ones are me? So mm. that uh, the way I would answer that question has changed over the course of the pandemic, for sure. <laughs> so in this piece, it's for six bowls. So each of the percussion, each of each of the ensemble members in decibel become percussionists in a way um and so is the bowl one of your instruments or Uh, is that almost like another category which is what other people can get it's a bit of both so the bowl is one of my instruments uh, and i chose the noodle bowls uh, as the instrumentation for this piece taught because i thought it would be the one object that everyone would have a version of at home it would be something they'd be able to access regardless of what other instruments they did or didn't have Mm. Um, and you know this being the first time I've written a piece for decibel writing for something that to me is familiar a percussion approach that that felt kind of comfortable so that's partly why I went that way (laughs) and it's your first piece for the score player as well so how did you find working in that format for you Yeah, that was really good. So I've had a lot of experience with the score player as a performer, reading it uh, in various formats. And I think that really helped as far as putting the score together for this work, um, understanding what it's like to try and read a score that moves at various speeds, what kind of colours do and don't work Mm. uh, on the score player. Um, But this was my first experience of 
the to and fro of making the score, converting it into the score format, testing it, doing that circle, which is normally unseen by performers, but lived by composers. <laughs> and the interesting thing about your piece is that, yeah, the score player is particularly precise, but you're not asking for that precision from the performers necessarily, are you? Because I know as one of the ball players, um, you you kind of wanted this feeling of losing control in it. Can you tell us a bit about that side of the piece? Yeah, so my experience in reading scores from the score player has often been about uh, sustained sounds. So this was a bit of an experiment to try and work out is it possible to have a sustained rhythm notated in this, this same um this format so it's the the rhythms within the work are precise you know they could be the whole piece could be notated in normal you know score notation if we wanted it to uh, but putting it in the score player uh, gives it a fluidity a freedom a pulselessness which I think is really nice um, mm. in this ensemble context and I think when you you know in the audio visual presentation of it it's quite a rich experience right because you're seeing people doing quite basic gestures in a way and then but then you've got these kind of the dots unfolding and I kind of like the type of activity that's there there's a lot of movement that is not as pointillistic as the score looks if you know what I mean yeah that's true it does look uh yeah a lot more rapid I think in the score than it does in the gesture of the hand and Mm. it's nice to kind of look around and try and make those connections I think and so what about making the move from being the player in the ensemble to um, being the composer. I mean, it's unusual circumstances, right? Because you weren't able to sit down with us all and and try stuff out and so on. But was there anything about that shift that was uh, challenging or interesting for you? Well, what I think has been special, I think, about this little piece and, you know, a two-minute piece is a nice bite-sized entry into (laughs) making works for Decibel. Uh, but what was really nice about the experience was um, I guess it's part of the sense of community that is connected with Decibel in that there's there's space for everyone, but there's also space for everyone to experiment with different things. And so it was really nice for me to try and put this, this piece together and have a go at being one of the 20 composers for the two minutes from home in the context of Decibel with you know five other players who I knew would give whatever I threw at them a good go and be really supportive about it. So that, I think, was really important uh, for me. That's really good to hear because I know when I came up with the idea for the group, that was basically what I was looking for, was um, a place where I could try out my ideas, both curatorially but also as a composer. I mean, I didn't. I started notating music just before Decibel was brought together, really. So um, I think it's important for music for composers and um and and performers to have a community where you can try things out that's not in front of an audience all the time or and people that you can trust that will you know if, if you don't get it right they will tell you what you might want to try instead mm. it's not as common i don't think as people realize so it's it's interesting to hear you say that and what about so you know at the, at the time of this podcast your piece is just about to be released um we're looking at doing these pieces live further down the track. Have you given any thought to how that might happen or do you see any challenges with a, a piece like this uh, in a live performance scenario or are you just ready to give that a go as well? 
Ready to give it a go, I think, yeah. I mean, in a more formal concert setting, we'd probably think a little bit differently about, say, what we're striking the bowls with. So, you know, that was another consideration. Maybe in a normal context, whatever that is, we might have used mallets or something that sounded a bit warmer or a bit more resonant. But, you know, we went for what people had at home that sounded fairly uniform. So wooden chopsticks were the go, but I think someone had a wooden spoon and someone else had one of those wooden honey swizzle things and as long as they were all in the right sound world it worked great for this COVID context um maybe we're going to want to try and retain that live Mm. maybe we're going to rework it we'll see (laughs) and I was going to ask you about a decibel experience but I thought I think what you just said then about telling people to use chopsticks and them using all sorts of other objects is probably (laughs) the best anecdote you could have because um yeah (laughs) just you know everybody wants to oh maybe it can sound different if I do this or everybody kind of takes ownership of their sound I mean I noticed that when in this piece that um everybody kind of takes ownership of of the sound in a weird way whether it be from the kind of bowl that they choose I know you and I I kind of got quite a lot of advice from you about what bowl to use uh but there's everyone's got the kind of individualistic approach to even the most direct and simple of instructions yeah, but I kind of like that, and that's something I like about about decibel that people, everyone cares a lot about whatever you put in front of them, and you know, making it your own is one way of showing that. I think. With most of the composers we've commissioned, as I said before, they all have a long-standing relationship or or some past um, involvement with decibel, and you're no exception to that, but. Most people may not know you as a composer, Louise. So do you want to tell us a little bit about your com- composition adventures up to now? I wouldn't. I would not call myself a composer. <laughs> um, I haven't done a lot in that in that space, but it's something that I'm um, starting to become more interested in exploring. Um, and part of that is because last year I had a really lovely experience co-creating a work with Stuart James uh, for a solo project of mine called Cheats of Sound uh, where I put together the acoustic material and he put together the electronic material and it was a really it was a really nice experience and made me interested in maybe trying to make some of my own things again Um, but there was a long gap between that piece and some shorter marimba based works that I wrote back in sort of 2005, 2006, um, some of which are still doing the rounds with um, high school marimba players back in Perth, I think. (laughs) You didn't want anyone to know that. (laughs) No. (laughs) So a different time. (laughs) But, I mean, it's interesting to me what you just said about being a composer because I think for me, I mean, it took me a while to realise the only thing that makes you a composer is composing music. Yeah, I suppose so. I mean, yeah, <laughs> because composing or making, I don't know. Yeah, or making or, yeah, uh, because I think that um, it's a really tricky area um, of the way people talk about composition. And I think, you know, you and I have talked quite a lot about the relationship between composing and performing and that kind of fluidity there. So it, for me, in some ways, it seems quite natural that you would, um, you know, write some music together or you often make music I suppose but maybe notating it is the thing that you don't do very often yeah that's true notating no uh, and I don't do it that much I generally yeah am working on pieces with with others uh, and with others as the composer taking the composer role um, and I don't know that uh, it would be the sort of thing that I would do for 
you know, in a different context. I think doing this piece taught in the context of Decibel with people I know really well mm. and trust, that's that's what makes it appealing to me now, I think. Yeah. Oh, look forward to hearing more of your <laughs> compositions as time, Even time goes by. <laughs> Thanks, Louise. Thanks, Kat. Two Minutes From Home is a project initiated by the Decibel New Music Ensemble. It sees 22-minute online compositions commissioned for 2020. Each of these pieces engages with the Decibel Score Player, an iPad application that facilitates the network reading of graphic notation. Each commission results in an audiovisual outcome that can be found on our website, decibelnewmusic.com, or vimeo.com forward slash decibelnewmusic. This project has been generously supported by the Australia Council for the Arts.